Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Segment number two on this Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Hey, if you don't already subscribe to the podcast, what is wrong with you? Is the summer heat getting to you? Get on board before training camp starts here. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, just hit the subscription button. Put on the auto download as a favor for us. That way, every time the show comes out, you get it right to your inbox or to the app in which you listen to us. So we appreciate that as well. For the viewers on YouTube, thanks for being with us. Hit subscription and also make sure that you hit the notifications bell. By the way, also on Thursday, we love to do our viewer mailbag. Of course, Rainer Nation mailbag. If you want to do that, mail us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com with your question or comment. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com or... You could also leave it in the comments on YouTube. We, we check there as well. And you can tweet it at us. You can tweet it at Mo, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully, and the show is SNB Today. So there you go. Mo, you really got something? Quick, yeah, really yeah. quick, Scott. For the people emailing us this week, make sure you wish us a happy one-year anniversary. We started about a yes. year ago, about this week. I didn't talk to Scott about this off-air, so this is kind of new to him hearing this. But I would say about a year from this date, Second week of July, we actually started this with Odyssey. Yes. Uh, of course, we've had some of like to the other platforms, but we moved over to Odyssey and had our first show about a year ago today. So, yes. you're out there, if you plan on emailing us, you know, it would be great. It would mean a lot to us if you wish us a happy one year anniversary. I, yes, Mo, I appreciate that. Not only that, but of course, uh, like you mentioned, the Odyssey Network launched 2400 Sports, which was an acquisition of Odyssey. They do amazing, they were doing amazing things in the sports world. They put together this whole network of NFL podcasts. I had some listeners ask us, hey, because they're competitive just like we are. They're, hey, where are you guys? Are you still third or whatever? Even during the offseason, yes, we've still been third. We've still been in the top 10 of all sports podcasts 
for Odyssey. That's what Raider Nation does. That's what you do. So we appreciate you guys continuing to download and listen to the show. By the way, we far surpassed the million download mark. So you talk about our anniversary. Uh, that was good as well. So we appreciate it. That's all because of you guys, right? If we, were, if we weren't producing great content, and I know you don't always agree with us, and that's cool. But uh, if we weren't producing good content, you guys would not listen because Raider Nation can sniff through fake stuff or, or, or clickbait. Now, I did get one compliment, Mo, that, that, that was not a mailbag comment, but I want to talk about it. And I know it sounds like a little bit like self-gratitude here, but the, the person tweeted at us that, hey, you know what? I appreciate your guys' content during this really dead period because everybody else has, has, has kind of resorted to clickbait stuff about – trading Devonte adams and all this other stuff and all this jazz that is just kind of like yeah you click through and then you're like it's nothing um, we've tried to fill it yes we talk about hot dogs and food and stuff like that but we've tried to fill it with really substantive stuff that that we just talk about that we that if mo and i were sitting next to each other having a beer in a bar we would be talking about from a raider perspective so we appreciate that it means a lot to us we know some people like us some people don't like us but when you do give us feedback like that uh, about kind of a, 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 especially from a strategy, Mo and I take, because Mo and I talk about what direction we want to take the show all the time, mm -hmm. and especially during times like this. And uh, to hear that back from the folks out there, Mo, it was really great because you and I really decided to do that. We didn't, we decided we weren't going to do shows on baseball. We weren't going to do shows on other subjects. We were actually going to stick to all Raiders content. Yeah, we're going to stick to Raiders and food because everyone eats food, <laughs> right? So you, everyone can have an opinion on food. Not everyone watches baseball. Right. So we're here for Raiders and a common ground where we can, you know, we can go back and forth about ketchup and mustard. We can talk about <laughs> the avocados and Jermaine Illuminar and his hate for avocados. We will have him on to defend himself. We by will. The way, so we later. will. But yes. that, that also goes back to my point with the content in the dead period that, as I've said this before, a lot of national media people national writers and i'm not calling out anyone specific but just in general a lot of national folks don't follow the raiders so they're gonna they're gonna cling on to the big headlines should the raiders mm -hmm. trade Devontae adams what's gonna happen with josh jacobs what's gonna happen with jimmy garoppolo and that's why i wrote a piece up on sports not about storylines that need more attention something that raider fans can talk about or discuss that aren't the big headlines jimmy garoppolo josh jacobs and Devontae adams because there's a lot more going on with the team other than those three guys yeah no, that's that's absolutely true. And I mean, you you look at you just look at everything that's going on there. Last week, I think it was Thursday. I'm doing some work and I flip on like background noise, um, NFL Network. And I, every hour they did five minutes on Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. Well, what about his injury? Is he going to come back? Will he ever play a down with the Raiders? It's like, well, if he doesn't play a down with the Raiders, it doesn't cost him a thing. So it was really interesting because there was no news. There was nothing new from that situation of, at all. In fact, two and a half weeks prior is when we heard from Josh McDaniels that, that he was on track to be there and they weren't. So it was already three-week-old news. Right. But, but it goes to show you, especially, and hey, listen, I feel for NFL Network. They got to fill almost 24 hours, hours. a day yeah. of, of content. Well, at least 12 hours a day when they're live. So, mm -hmm. so I get it to a certain extent, but that's why we've kind of – tried to shift it up and that's what we're doing today as well um i did see a, a piece on yard breaker to give credit uh, where credit is due and it kind of it generated a thought with me because it's been a conversation i've heard from folks in raider nation uh, as well and actually it's from our friends at the raider ramble uh mario shout out to mario tovar um so give him credit actually not uh, yard breaker picked it up so good for <laughs> mario uh but but is sebastian janikowski 
a Hall of Famer. Now, Raider fans will say yes, you know, because he is he is really a beloved Raider. There are some guys who Raider fans that always love all their Raiders for the most part, exception of a couple. But with Sebastian Janikowski, he was so good with the fans. He was such a regular guy, including his build, right, which was much more built by <laughs> Miller beer than it was in the weight room. So that question has a lot of people, I think, emotionally invested. But if you look at this, he's the all-time franchise leader with 414 field goals. He went to the Pro Bowl, was a second-team All-Pro. Uh, and from 2010 through 2012, he had 31 plus field goals each year in that stretch. Also, the longest one of his career was 63 yards. Of course, everybody knows that. Uh, but when you look at kickers, Mo, let's start with the, at the very high level before we get into Sebastian. When you look at kickers in the NFL, they just don't make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there, there are only four kickers in the Hall of Fame, I believe, right now. Yeah. Two of them are pure kickers. Uh, I believe it was Luke Groza and George Blanda. George Blanda was also a quarterback. Luke Groza was an offensive lineman. Uh, Jan Stenerud was was former chief, by the way. Chief, yes. Was the first pure or primary kicker that made the Hall of Fame. And then Morton Anderson was the most recent. We all, if I grew up on Morton Anderson, had some big games uh, with the Falcons. But to me, if you're a kicker getting in, you have to have something special about your resume. You have to have yeah. multiple All-Pro Pro Bowl seasons. You have to have probably won a Super Bowl. And, of course, your your accuracy has to be above 80%. Because I believe Morton Anderson is about 79-point-something percent, very close yeah. to 80%. So Janikowski checks the box there when it comes to his accuracy. I know a lot of Raider fans remember when he, he missed some kicks. But overall, <laughs> in his career, his 80% is about where you need to be to get into the Hall of Fame if you're a kicker from the, from the few that are in. Where he... Where he falls short is he doesn't have a Super Bowl win, of course, mm -hmm. and he doesn't have multiple Pro Bowl All-Pro seasons. He has one. And, I, and just off the top of my head, the kicker that I think has the best chance of getting in eventually, Adam Vinatieri. I know Raider fans yes. are going to hate to hear about oh, him. Oh, yeah. What, the tuck rule game and all that, and I get that. But he has multiple Pro Bowl and All-Pro seasons. He's above, he's above 80%, and he has some iconic kicks. In the yes, snow. iconic kicks. Yes, that, and that, and that's another thing you need. You need a highlight reel to show because when you are inducted into the Hall of Fame, they show your highlight package. Yeah, you know what is it about Janikowski's career? Are you going to put in his highlight package when he's inducted? What kick stands out in your mind off the top of your head? You go, I remember that kick. The sixty-three yarder. That's it. I mean, and that's, that's not, not to belittle. I mean, he really no. meant he meant going back to the idea that he was picked in the first round, what he meant to the team. I get that piece of it, I but I think you're hitting right on it, Mo. And that's where I think Janikowski falls short. I think there's another reason I'll get to in a second, but you talk about iconic kicks. You talk about playoff runs. You talk about wins. Now, is that fair? Are there kickers? But you look at Stenerud, you look at Groza. Of course, the, the kicking award in college is named after Lou Groza because he was so good for his period of time. You look at Anderson, uh, you look at Blanda, they all had big kicks and they had big wins and they had big runs. That's what Janikowski did not have. Now, you can compare a lot of the numbers, but I think, when, again, when it comes to kickers especially, this is where I think you have to do something exceptional, and some of it is optics. I'm not saying that he wasn't a Hall of Fame quality kicker. He's just not going to have the extras that you need to get in because – it's already hard to get in. I mean, remember, everybody loves and knows how damn good Ray Guy was as a punter, okay? Ray Guy did not get in the Hall of Fame without the senior committee, and he was a dominant punter, much more so, and of course, was in, and had the wins 
Um, and of course, punts are not the same as kicks where you have these highlight films. You do have highlight of Ray Guy. I mean, Guy could boom the hell out of the ball, but it's a little different. So I only compare that because what it took Ray Guy to get in, and really everybody, it seemed, was like, yeah, Ray Guy's a no question to get in the Hall of Fame, and he never did until the senior committee voted him in. So I think that, second, Mo, I want to get your comment on this. I know it took too long, and, and what the Hall of Fame did to Ken Stabler and his family was wrong. We know that. Second is how long it took for Cliff Branch. We both know those were injustices that were eventually righted, unfortunately, after both men had passed away. But if you look at recent years, the Raiders, it's almost like, not that these guys didn't deserve it, but it's almost like the Hall of Fame was doing them a solid and a bunch of Raiders got in over the last four or five years, okay, including what's in those guys. That's why I think it works against Janikowski too is I I think the Raiders have had a big run of Hall of Famers here now and I think it's going to go a little bit dry. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I, I could see that point of view. I, I could really see that point of view, but I can also say, see them just saying, like, look, compared to if you put Janikowski in a line of kickers deserving to go in the Hall of Fame, would he be at the front of the line? Mm. Probably not. Like I said, Vinatieri off the top of my head would be, would be first. Matt Stover is another guy who comes to mind, former Ravens kicker who had some some big moments in the NFL. He's a guy that I think, if you're talking about kickers, probably more deserving. I know Raider fans don't want to hear that, but just look at the numbers. Uh, and as I said, look at the qualifications. As I say, you got to have the accuracy rate. To me, you got you probably got to have some accolades, Pro Bowl or Pro Seasons, more mm-hmm. than one probably. And you and I want to hammer this home because it's very important. I think people overlook it the iconic moments. A lot of people say, I hear people say, can you tell the story of the NFL without this player? And Vintieri is one of those guys where you can't tell the story of, of the NFL without him because he's part of that Patriots dynasty, the Ravens winning Super Bowls. So guys like, you know, their kickers are probably going to get in because the Ravens were a team that's been perennial contenders. Then they've been able to stand toe to toe with the Patriots in their heyday of their dynasty years and win games in the AFC. So those kickers are going to get a lot more respect. If had the Raiders won some Super Bowls while Janikowski was kicking, I think he would have a much stronger case. Right. And I mean, there's guys too. You look at, you talk about not making iconic kicks. I'll tell you a guy who I think is a hall of fame kicker and has somewhat similar stats. Uh, although I would say actually better stats overall was Jason Hansen. Remember Jason Hansen with the Detroit lions. Yep, Detroit Here's a guy who's in the college football hall of fame, uh, was a second team all pro just like, uh, Janikowski was it was a two-time pro bowler so one more time than Janikowski and if you look at the numbers and what he did uh, but again being on those bad Lions teams where they never won 
it works against him too. And it's a reason why you won't see him, but he's got the most field goals of 40 or more yards in a career with 189 most consecutive field goals of 40 yards or more with 24. I mean, this is a guy who to me would be ahead of the line of Janikowski even, but it goes to show you that even he who has a lot better stats is not in the hall of fame, probably will not get in unless it is on that senior committee designation. And as we said, it's very hard to get into the hall of fame as a, as a kicker. Yeah. As I rattled off, only four, and two of them played a different position as well. They were also a quarterback or an offensive lineman. <laughs> so shout out to our our listeners in Norway. As I said, Stenra was it was the first primary kicker to get in. Like he yeah. broke the mold, and then Morton Anderson came in after him. But kickers in general just don't get in, and, and they have to be they have to be super duper special. And I guess Janikowski is special to Raider fans. And the franchise numbers, but as we, as we, as some, and I hate to go here with the conversation, but as remember Derek Carr pointed out, I have, you know, franchise numbers. I'm the franchise leader in this and this and that. And Raider fans poo pooed him and say, yeah, but you didn't win anything. Yeah. And, and I will, I will parallel that conversation to say, when it comes down to the Hall of Fame, you do have to win to a certain extent. Yeah. You got to have the numbers. You can have the franchise numbers, but you also have to win. And again, you have to have those big moments to qualify. And, and there are exceptions, especially depending on the position. Now, you could say, well, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Yes, but Dan Marino put up ungodly numbers over the whole course of his career, and he played quarterback. So so his numbers, you compare Derek Carr, not even a comparison. So so there, there are examples of guys who haven't won the big game, but Dan Marino did get there. He also won consistently over time, uh, even though the Dolphins could never get the job done. So, so there is differences there, and to your point, kicker is a less valued position, even though it's as important as any other. You just still, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, you got to do something amazing. So that's that's where we're at with Seabass. We'll see what happens. I don't think I don't think he'll ever get in, frankly, even on a senior uh, committee designation. When you got guys like Jason Hansen ahead of him, if he does, it'll be several years from now, and we'll see. There's also he had some controversy around him, of course, with the the drug allegations, which I don't think were ever proven. But that stuff comes up too. You just not, not that there aren't guys. I mean, Jim Brown just passed away. He had some bad stuff happen in his life. Didn't take away from his accomplishments on the field, but certainly it ends as part of the discussion, especially these days. Yeah, and and since we're on the subject of kickers, another kicker that came to mind where I mentioned Martin Anderson, Gary Anderson, former Gary. Vikings kicker, was he had some big moments. I know the Vikings didn't, you know, you know they came up short a lot during his tenure with the team. But he, I believe, has multiple Pro Bowls in the All-Pro season. He's not even in. He had a long tenure career. He played for the Steelers, had a year at the 49ers before the Vikings. So even when you have a long tenure career, and Janikowski's career doesn't span as long as Gary Anderson. Gary was kicking into his 40s. Forever. (laughs) And he didn't even get in. So I'll just reiterate for Raider fans that are campaigning for Sebastian Janikowski to get in. Don't hold your breath on it because, one, it's tough. And, two, I think there's a lot of guys that – may have a, a stronger case than he does but let's just say Seabass is always going to be an icon within the Raider fan base and that's all he probably needs right now because Raider fans as you said love Seabass and love that he was kind of like a regular guy on the football yeah team. and he was he was great to the fans still is still shows up at yeah. camp and other places so uh, good for him. And he had a great career, of course, a career to be incredibly proud of. Okay, we're going to take our final break here on the Tuesday edition. When Amo and I come back, we're going to check in on free agents that make sense for the Raiders again. And that is Marcus Peters. Mo had a column last week on or a story in Bleacher Report about all the free agents still out there and what are good fits for them. And, of course, Marcus Peters and the Raiders continue to be a discussion. So we're going to ask him for an update on his opinion on that. And if there are any other players 
in the course of his work that he found might still be a good fit for the Raiders. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Silver and Black today and Odyssey Original Podcast. We're coming back right after this. <laughs> 